There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm Val Crawford and you can find out more about why I've launched this club at valcrawford.com. I'd love for you to join it and trust me, it's not like a cult or pyramid scheme. It's literally just a club where you can come hang out. It's going to be a fun time. Join me for a podcast series where we'll hear the stories of girl boss women who are doing super cool things with their lives. We'll find out how they've done what they have, their self-love and self-care practices and they'll share their tips to empower you to live your best life. Spiritual healer and businesswoman Gaia Chania, aka Soul33, is my therapist and features on the Self Love Club monthly for our series Love Lessons. This episode focuses on anxiety, appreciation, and your self worth. Gaia, welcome back to the Self Love Club Love Lessons. Thank you so much. I know a lot of people are loving these episodes. Thank you so much for being a part of it. I'm so privileged to be a part of the spell. It's been an amazing journey with you. Yeah, yes. Now, this time we're focusing on anxiety, appreciation, and your self-worth. The anxiety word, the A word, which I feel like so many of us have anxiety. And people on the Self Love Club, a lot of our guests, a lot of them have anxiety as well. It seems very common. Yeah. Firstly, for everyone listening, I want you to actually imagine a life with having no anxiety about anything. And this is actually possible. So if you think about like monks and yogis and things, that's what they aspire to is to have no anxiety and no worries about everything but or anything. But obviously most of us are having this human experience and want to be able to live life to the fullest, but eliminating those feelings that take over your body through anxiety. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this topic, Bella, is I've recently actually come back from overseas. So um, I'm very lucky to have uh, clients all over the world. And I came back from overseas and I sort of sat and thought about the differences that I feel in people's bodies based on their location and based on their ethnic group because there is a pattern And like you said, you know, you have so many guests that come here to speak on your podcast and they have anxiety. And the funny observation, and now this is an observation, okay, as a spiritual practitioner, there is no science behind what I do. So please know that if you are suffering with anxiety or any sort of mental health issues or depression, please go and see your healthcare Mm. practitioner. This This is coming from my observation as Gaia from Soul 33. Now, I've been in America and this year and um, my clients, they were really, really fascinating. The reason why is because here in New Zealand, I would say every second client I see has anxiety. Every second Mm. client I see. So say if I see four people in a day, two of them have anxiety and sometimes it can be more. And what I experienced when I was working with my American clients is that it was one in 10 people that I would feel anxiety because the way that I sense anxiety in someone's body, Gaia doesn't get anxiety like that. 
I will, of course, get worried. I'm jealous. I, and it's a funny thing. I'll get worried about shit, like when stuff happens. Yeah, and I'll yeah. be like, oh, it's a normal, it's thing, a normal yeah. reaction. But as for anxiety as an issue, it's not for me. Not I don't experience that. But what I do experience is, is through my clients. Like So when I'm working on them, or even before they come, I'll get this overwhelming feeling of anxiety. And I know it's my client that I have to help them with that. But it was just so interesting, Belle, that they didn't, there was it was so rare that I felt it. And I was thinking, wow, I'm dealing with really massive issues with these clients. Like, for example, um, I had someone come, and I won't tell you what sex or anything, but they had been diagnosed with a very, very serious illness. And I was being told this. So when I said that, this person said to me, yes, you're right, I've actually been diagnosed with this. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, they had no anxiety in their body about this at all. It was almost like they had just surrendered that this is was this was their path, and there must be a bigger meaning to this. And this person wasn't the most spiritual. Like they have a, a normal job that they go to nine to five every day. But what I'd notice is that there's no, there was less overthinking. Because anxiety actually starts in the brain first and then it takes over your whole body because I'm sure, you know, as you know, you feel heart palpitations, you can get your sweats, all of these physical things that take over your body, which then causes trauma to your mm. to your body, you know, because people can have days in bed or it leads to other big issues. So it's really, you've got to be really careful. Like talking to your other guests, what are some of the triggers that you've heard about, Belle? Um, I mean, everyone's different with anxiety, but I think like obviously stress or having too much on and, um, or sometimes there's an, like, or relationships are a big one. Yeah. A lot of relationship stuff can trigger anxiety. Um, I've got a good story about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like often anxiety and someone who has anxiety, sometimes you can get anxiety and there's no trigger. Like it's a really cruel thing that it can just come on sometimes. It can. And you don't really know why. Often there is a trigger, but everyone's different and yeah, it could be stresses, anything really. Yeah, and and you're so right because sometimes there isn't a trigger. In my case with the clients that I see, mostly there is a trigger. There's something like a relationship mm. or um, a lot of I, – I see a lot of unhappiness like of not getting what you want or the fear of not getting oh, what yeah. you want. There's a lot of anxiety around that. And I want to tell you this interesting story about one of my overseas clients – and I met him for the first time earlier this year, and I didn't know anything about him as most of my clients, they come to me the first time, and I'm working on him, and I'm being shown um, these past lives of his where he like lived in France, and I could see all these elderly people lining up to come and see him, and I was being told that he works with mobility, mobility issues for elderly people. So I said that to him, and he's like, yeah, that's what I actually do. I said, okay, sweet. I said, you're so in alignment with what you do. I said, but the issue for you is that you've always been single till you're about 47. I said, so when are you 47? He's like, next month. And his anxiety level in his body just dropped because he had suddenly this information that he's been so desperate to get because he just thought he was going to be single for the rest of his life. So sometimes, and I really wish this, spell. I really wish that I hadn't worried about the shit that I worried about for so long because actually when you just surrender, and surrender is a really great word to use, and that's not giving up. That's just going with the flow of life without overthinking. 
over questioning yes, it. I totally and agree. in this situation, while he didn't know that, he if he had just trusted, he wouldn't have spent the last 20 years stressing out about whether he was going to meet someone. He would have just trusted that it's just going to come when it comes. Yeah, I know? guess that's a big part of anxiety, though. You stress over things. Well, and not even just anxiety, but you, we do stress over things that don't even end up happening. Like the stress of it's worse than the actual experience, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you think, like why do you think that is that in New Zealand every second client you see has anxiety, whereas the clients you see in LA, yeah, like one in ten sort of thing, why is it less common do you think? Okay, in my opinion, just from my, you know, spiritual observations, in America everyone talks a lot. They talk a lot. They communicate a lot. You can be just anywhere and people just start talking to you about anything and everything and how they feel. And I think that is actually a big part of it. There is a maybe a stigma or, you know, New Zealanders are quite private in a way. Mm. And it's almost like we don't want to talk about this or we don't want to address this. It's easier just to sort of numb it and forget about it and let it manifest. Whereas I just found that, for me, in my opinion, that um, my American clients, they just communicated it, communicated it and really were able to articulate exactly what was going on and why. And I just find that that may be a slight missing link that Mm. I have here with my Kiwi clients and why perhaps I see so much more anxiety for whatever the reasons are. And I actually wanted to talk about some of those reasons that I that I have observed with people so that maybe when you guys are listening to this, you can actually think about where your anxiety might come from. And also you might be an empath like how I am where I feel other people's anxiety. So yeah. people who have like social anxiety and things, it might not actually even be you. You might be just picking up on what everybody else is feeling in the room. Yeah. And that's when you need to learn that it's that issue and how to protect yourself spiritually. Yeah, that is something I had to learn to do because I remember being a little girl and like picking up, like I've always picked up on other people's feelings. Like I just always have and I used to get really confused about what was mine and what was other people's. Yeah. So it is like obviously we go through how you can look after yourself if you are that way Yeah. because you need to protect yourself from that because then you end up taking on everyone's shit and it's Absolutely. just not fair on you. You know, but how, so first of all, how do you distinguish between what is your own anxiety and what is someone else's anxiety or emotions? For me, sometimes I can feel off before clients come, meaning like, especially very intense energy clients. So for example, while I was overseas, there was actually one day, Belle, and Gaia isn't like this. Gaia is a very motivated, upbeat person most of the time. I could not get out of bed. I was feeling really depressed. I was having anxiety. I was really, really emotional. And I had to sit there. I actually sat up in bed and asked myself, why are you feeling like this, Gaia? And then, you know, I do have direct communication with the universe. So I was being told, this is not for you. We're giving you, we want you to feel what your client is feeling for tomorrow so that you can help her with this. So in this instance, for you to differentiate what's yours, you will know because your behavior will change. And for me, I start getting very emotional. I'll start saying things that are out of character, like obviously, you know, to my partner or whatever, I'll be saying personal things, not to just every random person on the street. But you will notice a change in your behavior. You will notice that you're saying things that are out of character. You know how sometimes, and I'm I'm not saying that every, every woman is like this, but I can be before I get my period or whatever. I can be a bit hormonal oh, and totally. emotional. It's and I think totally that, normal. And, and, and a lot of women are mm. like that. 
for me, it's almost like that kind of feeling. Right. So like PMS It's kind of like that feeling where it's like you act really crazy and then you're like, actually, what the hell is wrong with me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got someone coming for, to, tomorrow or I've just been in a really big group environment and I know that person is envious of me or whatever, yeah. you know? And so it's really about noticing, being um, observant of your own behaviors and what you're thinking because it will be out of the norm. Yeah. And that's when you have to remove yourself and find your place that is home for you. Like if you travel a lot for work, like how I do, I always have to find a place that is home for me, that mm. feels like home. And that might be a cafe that I go and sit in to have my green tea in the morning where I can just get still and be like, right, how am I actually feeling? Yeah. Actually, guys, good. I think it was that lady that I was sitting next to yeah. or whatever, you know? And that's why tapping into your self-care and like doing that yes. stuff all the time just can keep you yeah. in routine and grounded. So if you, and especially for those of you who work in big group situations or go into corporate environments, there's a lot of people and a lot of people with a lot of issues. And if you're finding your, you, you'll know the difference. Mm. You'll know when you step into your work, how you feel. A lot of people that I see as clients will say, oh my God, you know, I feel so much anxiety when I walk into work. It's probably not even you. It's probably just what everybody else is going through. But when you remove yourself and go to the place that you call home, even if it's not your actual home home, just connect back in with yourself mm. and, and ask yourself, well, you know, why am I feeling like this? This is actually not my normal behavior. Like I know myself really well to know that oh, guy is acting a bit batshit crazy right yeah. now, you know? And sometimes I think likewise, like sometimes I think some people might like to blame their own shit on other people as yeah. well. So it's like, you got to keep that in check a bit. Mm. And I totally understand that. Like, you know, walking into a, a big workplace or whatever it may be, I used to always, and even at school, I used to take all that stuff on board. Like yes. it was my fault yeah. and, Oh, like it's so it's hard to distinct. I mean, you can work it out, but then how do you then protect yourself from picking up on that stuff, even though you're going to pick up on it? But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how do you protect yourself from not actually owning someone else's crap? Yeah. And just before I get into how we do that, when you pick up on other people's stuff, it actually finds a place in your body to go. So it finds a place in your body to go. Yeah. And so this is where people like me come in to clear that for you because it, you will just hold on to that otherwise. So in terms of protecting yourself, this is where we get a bit woo-woo. No, we love the woo-woo. In fact, <laughs> people are asking more for, me for more woo-woo okay, on the self-love awesome. club. So hey, let's cool. go there. So for me, I do like a protection um, prayer before I leave and go anywhere. Like there's certain people I love in my life, like say certain family members, extended family. But when I'm in the environment, I can feel, you know, really out of sorts because they've got their own shit going on. Mm. So I literally have like a mantra that I say where I protect myself, like there are certain colour lights that are really protective. And so every, you know, everyone who's in this woo-woo industry or has some experience, you know, a lot of the common uh, common things, colours to cover yourself with is white light. And for me, I do purple and gold. And that's because I've been told by my guides that, that those are the colours for me. And I literally visualise myself right around, like your, how you would imagine your aura to look, all around my head, all around my feet and everywhere. And the other thing I always say, this is a really good tip, and you guys should write this down, and it works really well. Even if you can't feel it working, trust me, someone who feels energy the way I do for, the, for my work, I will know that you've been doing this exercise. Someone taught me this when I was young, 17 or 18, before I'd even got into any spiritual uh, work at all. <clears throat> any negative energy 
that has been put towards me, I return that to the sender with love, light, and love, mm. you know. And you want to send it back to the source. And so something around those words will actually help to send it back to that person with love and light, okay? Mm. And I, I put a post out there. I don't usually use words love and light because they're not really me. But in instances like this, when you, are, you don't want to send it back with aggression or send it back with hate. We don't want to hurt another person. Mm. So if we do the right thing and send it back in a spiritually kind way, that person can deal with their own issues and you can deal with your own because mm. we've – and like you were saying before we started recording – We've all got our own shit going on. Yeah, totally. You know, and we need to look after ourselves. Um, but, yeah, in terms of anxiety, really, if you if you are having anxiety, one, please go get help. Don't let it manifest into yeah. anything else, you know. And there's heaps of, uh, if you need any resources or, like, places to go contacts, there's heaps of those at my website, valcrawford.com. But, like, first step is see your GP. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, even though I, I don't work in the science field, you've got to go see someone and mm. then um, and, and go from there because – you know, for me, my job is to make sure that my clients and anybody who's listening to me is reaching their full potential in their life. And reaching their full potential is having joy in your life mm. and enjoying everything that you do. And anxiety doesn't enable you to have joy and it doesn't enable you to experience things fully. And I know that you can have a life without anxiety. It just takes a little bit of work. Mm. But anxiety at different stages in your life is normal also. You know? Yeah, well, I've been told as well. It's a it's a normal human emotion, of course. But then, like, obviously, some of us will get it to a a way more extent than that, and you yeah. experience it more often or like quite severely, which yeah, I understand, and so I can empathize with others that do have it because I know how hard it can be. Like, Absolutely. and you feel it through your clients. I so. do, and it's mostly around fear of the future. Like I said, stress. Some people are really riddled with guilt about not being able to say what they actually really want to say. That can really cause a lot of anxiety. Mm. So say relationship situation. You know, I've seen many girls who have been with their partners for a long, long time and they want to get married and they want to have a baby. And they're thinking, they're, they're riddled with anxiety because they're like, shit, clock's ticking. I'm going to be 34 or 35 or whatever. Mm. And they haven't actually expressed to their partner of five years or whatever yeah. that, hey, this is actually what I want. And being okay with this is where the anxiety, where you have to learn to process it before it, before you actually say things like yes. this to someone, is being okay with them saying, well, no, actually, that's not what I want. And I had this cl a client like this overseas where um, I was working on them and I could feel that they were in a relationship, but they were absolutely miserable. And she was bawling her eyes out as I was telling her the blueprints I was, I was seeing. And I said, look, you've got this blueprint where – you do all the loving and the giving. Give, 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 mm -hmm. and accommodating and accommodating. I said, what about what you want? Have you told him what you want? I said, because you never have before and you've missed out. And she was bawling. She's like, I'm Aww. 40 now, Gaia. But Poor I said, you thing. need to go home and you need to think about this. You're a beautiful woman who deserves the best and you need to speak your truth. So she was having um, – she was having – anxiety over this so she was one oh, of the totally. very few yeah. and that's about being able to speak your truth and being okay with yeah. the outcome because the thing is with anxiety and I know from my my experiences is it, it manifests more fear so you get you get ang you get anxious about being anxious if you know what I mean totally. so then you like so you and then you you get and then you get mad at yourself for not being able to say how you feel to people whether it be like a boss or like someone yeah. in your life you get more and it makes it so much worse so I've had to learn 
that no, you have to like actually, and you can think about it, but like you say beforehand, yeah. but think about things and actually say it because otherwise you you're going to make it worse. It. You yeah. have to tell the truth about what you want. And I have learned that lesson in my own life. And I have learned that lesson through the lives of my many, many clients. So it's really important. If you are not saying something to somebody that you need to say, and it's causing you anxiety, you need to say it because it is not worth sleepless nights and it's not worth those horrible heart, heart palpitations. No, it's not. That, it is a hideous feeling. And you can be free of that. You can. You can yeah. be free of that. And so when there is a trigger like that, then you know that if you address this, then you are going to minimise your um, your effects that it has on long-term stress mm. on your body. You know, it's not just the heart palpitations. It's actually causing oh, damage. Oh, yeah. You well, I, I understand that. I've, I've, my chronic fatigue. I think a lot of that was down to my anxiety from like since I was a little kid. Mm. And you actually like the doctors explained to me like mm. your adrenals glands can only take so much, and if you have if you're in like overdrive all the time, and they can actually shut down. You can go into a coma, and like you can, you know, your body can just shut down from not having enough in the tank. So you really do need to. Like I know anxiety is relentless, but you need to get a handle on that. You do. And like for me, it was a lot of past stuff. Another thing about anxiety I just wanted to touch on from a spiritual side. Yeah. Um, I know that living in different places often can, like I think with New Zealand, I think you're right. There's a definite, I feel like it's moving, but we've got a deep-seated culture and it's the way we were brought up and our ancestors and everything, the way they spoke, the way they didn't. Like I know my grandparents never spoke about that stuff. Yeah. In fact, they were like, oh, like some people might be like, oh, what's what's depression and anxiety? It didn't yeah. exist back in my day. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's the kind of attitude, you know. Yeah. And I feel like that is changing. It is shifting, but obviously it's going to take time to fully be at a, like an, an amazing level. Yeah. Do you think, though, that – because I know that my anxiety when I lived in a place like Melbourne was so much worse than when I lived in a place like Auckland because mm. I felt like there was so much more going, going on, on and mm. it's hard to ground yourself in some places. Absolutely. Grounding is really, really important. So I often do meditations to ground myself if I'm feeling a bit woo and, you know, crazy, but that's absolutely right. Other thing I wanted to add as well is that, you know, um, because I've been talking about America, everybody has a therapist, everybody has a spiritual healer. Yeah. So everybody is dealing with the shit as it comes up. Yeah, totally. And that's what, that was my biggest observation here. You know, I've got clients that secretly come to me because they don't want people to know that they come to me because mm, it's a bit of a weird thing to go and see this woman that does this weird thing and tells us weird no, shit. No, totally. You know, so there's a lot of secrets. By, and that in itself causes anxiety. No, I totally agree. You're and hiding. Is, there's still a stigma around getting a therapist. Like there yeah. is. Like if you, people will be like, well, what's wrong with you? It's like, no, nothing. Nothing. You know, nothing has to be wrong to see a therapist. Yeah, if something is wrong, of course, seek a therapist. But if you want to be like, you know, you get like a personal trainer. That's right. You it's get someone to help you with everything in your life. Why would you not do the same for your mind and your spirituality and your, spirituality and yeah. your emotional like, like self? Exactly. There's nothing wrong with getting help in whatever way you choose to do that, whether it's your traditional counsellor, psychologist, psychiatrist, someone like me. It doesn't matter. Mm. Someone that can help you. We are all here to help each other, Belle. Yeah, that stigma needs, you're right, that stigma still needs a lot of work because I agree. Like yeah. I had a friend recently who probably does need to see a therapist and I suggested in a nice way like maybe that would be good for you and they're like oh no I don't think I'm that bad you yeah. know like everyone thinks that you have to be really bad to go yeah. to a therapist yeah it's you like, don't no you don't. it's just day-to-day -day life affects you yeah affects you and the picking up of other people's stuff and having someone to help you process that and understand things on a different level like my 47 year old mobility person 
um, he was just like, he left on a whole different planet because he was like, oh my God, I just actually understood that everything I've just been, I've been desperate, mm. you know, and that's where it's all coming from. So when you have someone to help you process that from whatever way you want to go do that, just get some help. Um, and also, also look at where the anxiety is in your body. Like, where does it start for you? For me and my experience with, with working with clients, it obviously starts with the overthinking. You're thinking about something mm-hmm. and then it starts moving. Then moving, it goes moving. around my heart yep. and my chest and I'm like, yep. feel like these <laughs> that's the pains most, in my heart. That's the most traditional place, you know, the most common place to get it. But the other place is also your stomach. Oh, like yeah, for me, too, everything yeah. goes into Tummy, the deep yeah. of, depth of my stomach. Oh, yeah. And so it sort of moves. It does it goes move. down. Exactly. And so pay attention to where it goes for you. And Talk yourself through releasing mm. it, releasing it through your feet. So if it's starting at your head, okay, I'm going to release this thought. It's going into my heart now. I'm going to work it through my heart, down into my stomach, down into my stomach, down into my legs and into my feet. And I'm going to give it to Mother Earth. Mm. I'm going to give it give it to Gaia, you know, yeah. give it to the ground and let it go that way. Totally. You know, you've got to have these coping mantras in your mind so that you can actually let the universe and the earth help you yeah. ground and remove the stuff from your body. And it can be really hard when you're in that state. That's why I like listening to affirmations. There's so many on YouTube. I've made like a playlist on my YouTube where you can go find them. When I get really bad, I'll just chuck them on because yeah. if you can't tell it to yourself, then someone, someone else. else. Yeah, and it's good. Absolutely. So it's just really important. Like another lady I saw overseas recently, she was 71. Now, I uh, it's really interesting the age groups I get. I get all kinds of age groups. It's a little bit less common for me to get someone over 70. I do have a few over 70 and she was 71 and I was working on her and she was just so peaceful. Like her energy just flowed throughout her whole body and she's been through a lot, but she has just come to this point where she just has let go and I could feel her immense connection to the universe. I can feel the energy flowing through her body. And I was thinking, man, when I'm 71, I want to be like you, Mm. where she has just accepted the journey of life and she's now in this position where she's like, hmm, okay, that's happened. And it's about getting into that sooner so that we don't look back and have regrets and think, oh, fuck, I spent the last five years crying about shit. Oh, totally. I'd, I'd preach, sister. We're hearing it. How do you get to that place to acceptance, though? Okay. Like, how do we get there? This I talked about this on my Instagram recently, which is about appreciating yourself. Now, recently when I was overseas, do you know what I did? Because we're all girls listening. I was thinking, you know, I look back at pictures of myself and at that time I would have been thinking, ugh, <laughs> or whatever. And then I look back and think, actually, I looked really good. Yeah. I went and had boudoir photos done. Go I you. had boudoir photos done. I think I've done. actually seen a couple. They look amazing. Yeah, I can't put them all up, but <laughs> they were very tasteful. And I went and de- did them, not because I'm showing the whole world the whole album. I did those for me to appreciate myself because no one's going to appreciate me the way I should appreciate myself. And to get to that place, you need to know how valuable you are. Everything in our lives have a value. Your phone has a value. Our car has a value. Our home has a value. Why do we not appreciate ourselves mm. and have a value on ourselves? And you know you know what, everyone that's listening? There is no price that will determine how valuable you are. You are completely valuable. You are worth so much that there is no price tag on you. And you need to remember that. Mm. And because this is where we start getting the anxiety and relationships and things and why we don't want to let go of certain people is that 
we forget that we're actually priceless. Yeah. We're priceless. We're precious cargo. And people like to make us often feel like that as well. Like we're not, you know, people yeah. will think. And that's why it's important, like you're saying, that you know your value so that you can, you know, you show other people what your value is exactly. rather than them going, oh, no, you're actually, you know, crap. Or yeah. And, and you know, a lot of people will, uh, you know, not everyone's going to like us nah. and love us. And, and that's okay. That's just life. They're not your people. No, they're not your people. But the thing is you need to know how valuable you actually are because this is when the fears all start creeping in because when you have, this is part of boundaries and everything, loving boundaries I like <laughs> to say, but it's like when you know how valuable and priceless you actually are, it actually, everything else starts to fall into place because you're like, actually, why am I fearful of him rejecting me? I'm actually really valuable, mm. you know, and if it's not him, someone else is actually going to come my way who values me, mm. you know, and I, I just think doing things to appreciate yourself. Like for me, I did the photos because I thought, you know, I'm a good age to go and do this. I feel good about oh, myself. Oh, you look beautiful. And, and you I was are like, beautiful. And I was like, I'm going to go do this. It's not something that, you know, I'd go and do all the time, but it was just, I put myself out of my comfort it's zone. And it's good for you to do that, you know. Absolutely. You would have gained a lot out of it. I Absolutely. That hour and a half with that photographer, I was like, wow, that was actually amazing with mm. her and she was so empowering for me but in a different way. Yes. And so I, my, one of my biggest goals through now, and this is the permanent one, is to always do things that appreciate my value. And I'm not – I'm talking about how, you know, a home appreciates in value. My value as Gaia appreciates as I get older mm -hmm. because there is also a stigma that, you know, you were in our prime at a certain age. That's that's crap. Maybe for certain things like, yes, we've got a window, biological window and all of that, okay? But in terms of the appreciation of your value as a person, that just gets more and more and more and more and more as you get older. And I literally tell myself almost every day I get younger and more beautiful every day. I do. I look in the mirror and say that because you look at J-Lo. Yeah. You know? She's beautiful. She's 50 this year. And she, you know, works. she's actually, you know, when I'm at the gym struggling with my PT, I think about her and I think about the prime minister of Malaysia who's 93. <laughs> yeah, like if they can do it, I can If they can do it, me. I can do it. Yeah. Like no moaning, no nothing. I'm like, right, it's I'm like, going to do this. Yeah. It's like when I would like climb up um, when I lived in Mount Monganui up the mountain, you see an old person doing it. You'd be like, well, if they can do it, I can, I can do this. Yeah. You know. So you've got to really appreciate yourself. Every age, every step, every circumstance that you go through, you need to look back and Think, wow, I actually went through that and I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Like I've appreciated and valued because I have more wisdom now. I yeah. have more life experience. That's why it's awesome when I get clients who are like 70 plus because they are teaching me so yeah. much about life that I don't know. So learning to accept ourselves and like knowing our worth, basically. You have to really remind yourself of your worth because yeah. I every we all have those days where we look in the mirror and go, oh my of God. Of course, yeah. You know, I have those days too. Sometimes I look in the mirror and think, man, I need to put some concealer under those eyes or something, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. but it's about, but I, I 100% always know my value, mm. always know my value. And that's why, you know, I will go through and get the things that I deserve because I know my value is invaluable. I'm priceless. And so are you. It's not mm. just me. It's everybody. But no. you've got to find that value in yourself. Exactly. And do things that increase your value. Like I'm constantly reading and I, every conversation I have, even after I leave here with you, I'll be thinking, okay, what did Belle teach me today? Or what did the coffee guy teach me today? Every conversation I have with someone, I think, how am I appreciating my value? 
Mm. Okay. And using the word appreciate in two ways as an increase in value and also just that self-appreciation. Yeah. So, and that will in turn increase your self-worth and your resilience to things happening. Yeah, I you know, and I totally understand that. Like, I can, yeah. As you, as your acceptance and you also your self worth grows, things will knock you. You might get a little bit anxious, but of course, and you might still get really anxious because I know that. But it will. What I've learned as well, and through seeing you, and, and through how I've grown over the last few years, is like <laughs> when you know your worth, and you know that you're like you know a cool chick or whatever, and you're like so worthy of all the good things. Yeah, you're like ah. Oh, that guy, pff, yeah, whatever, or this didn't happen. Oh, yeah. oh, well, like, I, you don't take it as personally anymore. You sort of, you can get a little bit upset, but you just get on with it faster. You do, you do get like on with it It's just like a little knock faster. and you're just like, okay, cool, like, have a little cry and then, okay, well, let's get on with it. And then you, you do things, you create things, you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so you, you really, that's the biggest thing I wanted to give you at the moment. You know, we're already halfway through the year. <laughs> it's crazy. So it's like really appreciate yourself and mm. value yourself very, very high because you are priceless. And I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. And I want to give you another quick example of a client of mine. I She came to me a couple of years ago and I didn't know anything about her. Working on her, they were telling me that she gets married and has a couple of children and then the partner always cheats on her and leaves. So when I said that to her, she said she's got upset. She said, yep, that's every partner cheats on me and leaves. So I actually it's worked horrible. with her when I had more time, about four or five times that year. And I told her she would be getting married to someone that has a son. So she came from a very religious background. So she was very hesitant to see me because obviously I have no explanation for how I do what I do. But she came because um, all her friends were coming. And she texted me uh, a few weeks ago. Um, and she said to me, Gaia, I just wanted to let you know that I have met the guy with the son and we're getting married at the end of the year. Oh, that's so amazing. So you've got to remember, she had so much anxiety. Yeah, that so this she was really it. deserves this. And she, and she used that word, you help me find someone that is of the same calibre and value as I am. Because through those months of working with her, she just came and we just worked and talked through mm. shit all the time, moved energy. Um. And she started valuing herself so high that she attracted that guy pretty soon after. Mm-hmm. Like this has all happened within the cup, you know, a couple of years. And she said, you know, thank you for helping me do that. And so you can do that. You can do that. Yes. But you can it, change these things that make you anxious if there is a trigger for you. Yeah. It all starts, like you say, it all starts with you. Quickly, what yes. are some ways that we can... Just if someone's listening to this going, you know, like we need to know we're valuable and know that we're priceless, what are some quick ways like think people could do every day to improve their self-worth and maybe just tell themselves that, that, that their price is or whatever? What would you recommend? Yeah. Okay. One of the things that I do from time to time, like I have a very close-knit group of friends and that I trust them 100%. So if I'm having an off day, I'll, I'll text them and I'll call them. I'll go, okay. What do you think I'm actually good at? What do you think I blah blah? I actually asked my friend this because I was do, I was writing something and I asked a couple of them. One of them said to me, "I wouldn't want to fight you in court, guy, because <laughs> you fight to win." I was like, "Yes, that's true. That's a good thing about you. You're you're strong." Yeah. Another one said, "You know, we love how caring you are. So ask somebody. Mm. Ask your mum, mum." You know, if you, if, if you have a good relationship with your mother or you're lucky enough to have a mother around, ask someone that you trust, what is it in me that you see? Because sometimes when we ask other people that we trust, not any other, not random people, they will often give you things about you that you never actually thought about. And that adds value to you. That adds value to you. 
telling yourself you're valuable is also, and priceless is really important, but doing exercises, like setting yourself things that put you out of your comfort. Like for me, it was the photo shoot. Mm -hmm. I just thought, right, this is something guy I wouldn't do, but I'm not going to wait till I'm 70 to do it. I'm going to do it now. And so I did that and it's like, wow. And I looked at myself in the pictures. I was like, this is amazing. Whereas if I'd done it like five years ago or something, I probably would have looked and thought, oh, you know, yeah, stomach is poking out a bit or there's a stretch mark. But now I'm like, no, you know, I look beautiful. good. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's about doing things that empower you and appreciate your value. So, you know, if you've been struggling with your weight, get to the gym, go for a walk, start increasing your value. Don't put yourself in a certain category and go, oh, I'm not attracting what I want because I'm not good enough. You're not attracting what you want because you need to appreciate yourself more. So definitely start by telling yourself that because I do that. And yes, I feel it most days, but like every other human being, there are days when I don't feel that. Mm -hmm. Um, And also set yourself. And I honestly think photo shoots are a great way for you to look at yourself and think, oh my God, I'm actually really beautiful. I look great or whatever, you know, it's a really great way to actually feel good about yourself. But start with asking your core group, the important people in your life, what is it that you love about me? What do do you think are my strengths? Write those down and look at those and think, wow, I never thought that about myself. Mm. Because some of the things my friends say to me, I'm like, oh, wow, okay, that's cool. I didn't realize I was like that. But then when I sit with them, I'm like, actually, I am like that. Mm. So start with that, just little exercises. And I really, really want you guys to set yourself a goal to do something that is totally out of your comfort zone. For me, it was the photo shoot. Pick something. It's nearly the end of the year. It's nearly 2020. Do something before that. Change the energy and really choose love over fear any day. Thank you so much, Gaia. You're welcome. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. Please subscribe for more episodes and catch up on eps you may have missed. Reviews and sharing the Self Love Club with your friends and on your Instagram stories helps so much in spreading the self love message to others who may really need it. You can follow me at Belle Crawford on Instagram plus Self Love Club podcast. Check out my website as well, bellcrawford.com, for Self Love Club resources and blog posts. And we're on Facebook, the Self Love Club community. Go join it now. A big thanks to our audio engineer, Nick Bourbon. We've got heaps of boss babes coming up to empower you through the rest of the year. We're already halfway through. Uh, With weekly episodes available each Monday. Catch you soon, babes. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.